Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it, plus a couple of less productive approaches. After two decades of coming up short, I realized I was focused on the wrong thing. Instead of trying to fill those holes, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like, instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a compassionate environment will help us to work, stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about a post entitled Sacred Ground. Yesterday, a close friend of mine showed me something on his phone that caught me by surprise. It was a picture of my daughter's burial site, along with an image of her headstone, the names of her dad and me, her obituary, and cause of death. It even listed the plot number at the cemetery. Other than blogging and the occasional LinkedIn activity, I choose not to engage in social media per se. I find the comparison game to cause more harm than good. There are many benefits to the digital world, the least of which is not Zach's, our 22-year-old with special needs, ability to access the outside world from his iPad. I am certainly grateful for technology, but I also value privacy. Our daughter Alexis died over 25 years ago, and it took me until my 50s to start truly opening up about her life and death and my feelings about all of it. When Alexis was being discharged from Children's Hospital back in 97 to our care with the help of hospice, we had our hands full. We knew she would die, but every moment from the time we left Children's National Medical Center to the day she took her last breath, nestled over my heart eight days later, was spent on her comfort and being present. We weren't funeral shopping. Our closest friends and family had helped us with that. But finding a cemetery for your child while they are dying is about the worst way to spend the last moments of her life. You might be surprised at how many rules and regulations govern whether or not you can purchase a burial plot in a given cemetery. It never occurred to me that we would find something that would quote-unquote suffice, only to learn that they were full or that we weren't welcome there. <laughs> Parentheses, another chat altogether. By the grace of God, though, and by no accident, Alexis's godmother located a serene and private burial space in a country cemetery not far from our then home. The space was on the far periphery of the land, which meant the headstone faced the tree line and woods. It felt private and tender and sheltered. I was as grateful as one could be, considering. 
So back to yesterday, imagine my surprise when I was staring at this private space, stark details of Alexis's life and death posted on a website for all the world to see. My immediate response was, I feel violated. The website itself, which I will not advertise by naming, connected hundreds of thousands of burial sites, not only in the U.S., but around the world. I guess we are global was the second comment I could utter. Reiterating my gratitude for all things digital and my value of privacy, I was literally shocked that all of this information was published and around the world, no less, for anyone to view. What had been sacred ground since 1997 was now posted like a website dating profile. My little girl's tender, serene spot were butterflies, bees, and the smell of cut grass that often kept me company are on display in the most public way possible. Drawing on my stoic training and my faith, I'm not obsessed with this discovery. I can't control these images or the distribution of them. I surrendered any feelings of attachment that arose and let them go. I know better than to argue with reality. (laughs) I agree with Byron Katie on that. Even if it means my assumption that I had control over the very few tangible remnants of Alexis' 13 months and five days of life, I was incorrect. But I don't have to like it. And therein lies the stoic training (laughs) and my faith. Um... Yeah, there was, there was, um, I recall around the time that we were burying Alexis in 1997, um, I described a little bit in the post about trying to just even find a cemetery where we could, um, where we'd be accepted or that seemed like they had, um, room that we could kind of picture burying her there. And again, one of the things I loved about this spot was how private it was. And you can imagine um, looking at the picture of that, the image of that on a, you know, a public website, just, it just did, it felt, I couldn't put my finger on it at the time, the feeling, but it just really felt violating of, in violation of our privacy, um, and particularly of her privacy, it just seemed um, completely (laughs) enraging. Um, But it's just that also gives me that chance to be reminded that I can't control so much of, you know, what goes on. And, um, you know, I just have to be peaceful with that and know, know that it is what it is. And again, I don't have to like it, but it might just be one of those things that would be a waste of time to um, give any of my my power or attention to. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. And as always, um, I invite you to visit our website, lisamcfarland.com, for more posts. And if you have any experiences about um, sacred ground or, um, you know, something regarding privacy or just anything that resonated um, during this post, we'd love to hear about it on the website in the comment section. And in the meantime, um, stay present, stay grateful. And stay healing. And as always, thanks a bunch for listening.